0: Hi daughters. Welcome to our first episode of devotions for her. I hope you enjoy today's devotion. Today's episode is prioritizing prayer. Stay tuned. Hi guys, welcome to our first episode of Devotions for Her. I am your podcast host, Drené Cobb, founder of Daughter Arise Global. I am so delighted to have you on this beautiful day. So here we are. We are here in year 2022 OMG, as a people, we have been through a lot these last couple years. Some of us have lost loved ones, jobs, relationship, contracts, businesses, ministries, and more. But we made it. We made it. And so I'm just grateful that the Lord has allowed us to see another year to impact the world with his presence. I don't know about you, but... I'm declaring by faith this to be a year that God will crown us with his goodness and that our path will drip with his abundance, especially for his faithful daughters. And my theme scripture this year, is Psalm 65 and 11. And it says just that, that you crown the year with your goodness and your path drips with abundance. And so this is what I am believing, not only for myself, but also for those who will listen in. So today's episode is the core of prayer. And so I'm so um, excited about today's devotion. And so we here at Daughter Rise Global, we are dedicating this month to prayer and fasting. And I know usually, Around this time, we are set on achieving our goals. We have New Year's resolutions, building organizations and businesses, which is all good because I am also in the building stage right now as well. But I also believe that if we're going to be effective as sons and daughters of our father, we or if we're going to have an impact in our spirit and if we're going to reach souls and goals, we must prioritize a consistent lifestyle of prayer above everything we're doing, because that is where our superpower lies. Yes, I said it. That is where our superpower lies. So I'm going to go right into today's devotion. And so let's kind of just talk about the basics of, of um, prayer. And so what is prayer? So prayer is an act of communication with God, right? It is an act of communication with God. And so prayer is essential for a healthy Christian life. If we're going to live a successful life as um, kingdom daughters, We must live that life from the place of prayer. And so it is the core means of developing a relationship with Abba, our God and Creator. And so, as we know, every relationship that we deem healthy requires good, strong, consistent communication, right? This is how trust and intimacy is developed. And I do believe the most important word for a successful relationship is communication, right? So as it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. So if we're going to have a successful relationship with our heavenly father, it's going to start with prayer. It's going to start with our communication with him. Think about, okay, so guys, think about a marriage. The relationship between a husband and a wife doesn't equal anything. Intimacy. I mean, it should, but it actually doesn't. They can clearly be married on paper. But behind closed doors, there's no communication. There's no intimacy. There's no trust. Trust me, I know, because I have been there and I've done that. And so when there's a lack of healthy communication, it breaks the synergy of oneness. And oneness is the state of being unified or whole. So prayer is not just about getting our needs met, but God calls us to pray in order to develop and deepen our relationship with him. God desires friendship with us. He created us for himself first. And so I believe the core of prayer is friendship with God. And out of that place, we do ministry out of that place. We are good wives out of that place. We are good mothers out of that place. We are good homemakers. We are good business women. Out of that place, we do life. And so, let's just take a look really quick at some scriptures. Let's take a look at Jesus prayer life because if we're going to be um great disciples of God, we must Look at the example that he set for us, and it was the lifestyle of Jesus. And so prayer was an integral part of Jesus' time here on earth. He prayed regularly, and he often withdrew himself from crowds. Come on to lonely places. And we love to be in crowds at times. But the word of God said that Jesus, he regularly and often he withdrew himself from the crowd to lonely places and prayed, so that he could hear and get the download from the father and not just get the download, but so that he could know the heart of God so that he can deepen his intimacy, his friendship, his connection with the father. And so Luke six and 12 is like one of my favorites. And so it says Jesus spent all night praying and that morning he was able to choose the 12 apostles. And so if we see here that Jesus went out and he spun all night praying to the father and Jesus was the son of God. And if he spun all night praying with the father, What do we think about ourselves? And it's not nothing that we have to do, but I look at it from the standpoint um, is that this is something we get to do. And not only that, but he was able to choose the 12 apostles and we know them as world changers. They were world changers. They were on fire for Jesus. They turned their world upside down. They changed their world because of their connection with Jesus. And Jesus changed the world because of his friendship with the father. And so this lets us see that Jesus didn't even make important decisions by himself, but he made it with the counsel of the father. And, um, John 5, 19 says, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Now, how did Jesus know what the father was doing unless he was in communication with the father? Right? So that's the only way we will know how. To build or how to do life from heaven to earth is with our communication with the father. And then verse 20 says, whatever the father does, the son also does. For the father loved the son and shows him everything he is doing. So we see that Jesus didn't do anything apart from the counsel of the father. Jesus didn't say anything apart from the counsel of the father because he knew that him coming to the earth was the will of God. And so in order to walk in God's perfect will, he had to know the mind of God. He had to know the heart of God. And how do we know the heart and the mind of God? It is through communication with him. It is through fellowship and intimacy and oneness with him and spending time meditating in the word of God. This is so good and this is so key. And I know that this may be basic for some, but I believe that at the top of the year, we must go back to the basic things. We must go back to our foundation to make sure that our foundation is sturdy. So as we build the thing that we're building, it will stand through the testing through the trying of times and through the tribulations of this life, it will be able to stand and not just things that we're building, but our faith alone. Because our faith, because if our faith is shipwrecked, the things that we're building will come clashing down. And so our foundation must be sturdy. It must be strong. And the core of that is friendship with God. It is communication with the father. And so as we see here in John 5 and 20, it says, for the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing. Now, there are things that you who have friendship with God will know that others may not know. He will reveal secret things to us as we deepen our friendship with him because it is his desire to reveal his heart to us so that we can walk in his will and we can walk as effective disciples and kingdom ambassadors. We are his representative in the earth. We are the light of the world. There is so much darkness Around us, there is darkness on our jobs, darkness in the marketplaces, darkness in our family. And so as we deepen our connection with Abba, the light in us begin to enhance. It gets brighter and brighter so that wherever we go, darkness is expelled. It is exposed. It is brought down. And again, the superpower is in the place of prayer. It is our friendship with the Lord. And this takes me to our next scripture, Psalms 25 and 14. This is just kind of like one of my favorite scriptures. Um, It says the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him and make known to them his covenant. Let me read that again. It says the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him. Now that word fear is a reverential fear. The friendship of the Lord are for those who reverence him, who honors him. And he makes known to them his secrets. He makes known to them his covenant. So these are the people who realize their utter need for him and want to love what he loves and hate what he hates, are the people who truly have access to the knowledge of God. This is so beautiful. And so there's another scripture that comes to mind. Jesus said, I reveal myself. I make known myself to those who love and obey me. And now, come on. You're talking about relationship. You're talking about intimacy. Think about us as women. If a male tried to come on to us, tried to get to know us, the more we talk to him and if he's talking right, we begin to open up ourselves, and not only that, but we begin to trust him. And so that trust factor causes us to reveal things about ourselves that we normally wouldn't reveal to people. But because of communication, it unlocks our heart. And so that's why um, we have to be careful as women who we are communicating with. And so I'm going to kind of veer. Just a little bit, because I hear this in my spirit. And so this is something that the Lord wants to convey. Even as it was in the beginning of time. What caused men to fall? It was sin. But how did that start? It started with Eve having a conversation with the serpent. (laughs) So conversation is very important. She had a conversation with the serpent who deceived her and mixed up the words and caused them to fall. And so we as daughters, we must be careful of the conversations that we're having. Conversation is important. It is key. It will either draw us closer to God or calls us to be, um, away from God. And so the conversation that Eve had with the serpent, it caused her to fall. It caused them to fall. It caused mankind to fall. So our conversations should be chaste. That is what the word of the Lord says. So be careful of your conversations, be careful of your communication. And there's also a um, scripture that I'm hearing in my spirit that says bad company corrupts good behavior, bad company, bad communication corrupts good behavior. So be careful of your conversation. Be careful of the company that you keep. Because it has the ability to hinder our connection with Abba. And we want to keep that connection open. We want to keep that flow. We want to keep that flow. Okay, so now let's look at two more scriptures. And so let's go to Mark chapter 135 through 38. And it says early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up and slipped out to a solitary place to pray. Simon and his companions went to look for him. And when they found him, they said, everyone is looking for you. So what we see here is that even in the morning times, Jesus communicated with the Father. And not only that, but he knew his workload that day was going to be heavy. And he knew the demand that was on his life. And it was so much so till Simon and his companions went to go look for Jesus because the people was looking for him. And so I want to encourage that mother who have small children to set your time of prayer during a time where the kids won't distract you. Because when I read this and I saw Simon going to look for Jesus, it made me think of children. Like when you're in prayer and the worst thing that a child can do, open up the door while you're praying. You're right on the cusp of breakthrough. And there's little Simon. Where you at, Ma? What are you doing? Like, oh my goodness. Just broke the flow. (laughs) And so I want to encourage that mother that feels like, okay, I don't have enough time in the day. I want to encourage you, you have enough time in the day. God has given us 24 hours. And if we're filling up those 24 hours with things to do and he's nowhere on that list, then that means that something is taking up his time. And so I want to encourage you to set that time aside when the kids are sleeping. We have to be jealous for that time, because the demand to be a mother is there, the the demand to be a wife, to be a business leader, ministry leader, the demand is always going to be there staring you in your face, even right after prayer. (laughs) But I love to say that I'm a better communicator after I have communicated with God. And so I believe that we are better mothers after we communicate with God. We are better wives. We are better business leader, ministry leader, whatever role we play, whatever hat we um have on. We are better when we spend time with the father. So there's a grace, there's a strength that he gives to us so that we can handle the day's task. And so the next one is Luke 5 and 16. And so actually Luke 5, maybe 13 through 16, um, it talks about Jesus healing the man that had leprosy. And right after he healed him, the word of God says in Luke five sixteen that he withdrew to the wilderness to pray. So we see that even after we've done every day's work, even after we've done our work for the day, we've been a mom, we've been a wife, we've been a team leader, business leader, after we've done everything we did, we always come back to the place of prayer. That's the source of strength. That's the place that rejuvenates our virtue. It replenishes our strength. It renews and restores our soul. And so we see in all Luke 5, 5, 6, Luke um, 6 and 12, Jesus spent all night and prayed to the father. And so sometimes it may take all night. Sometimes we may find ourselves in the place of prayer all night. Now, am I saying that this is something that we have to do? No, but I will say This is something that we get to do. And I've done it before and it have reaped great benefits. And we'll talk about that on the next podcast. And so Mark 135 through 38, we see Jesus woke up in the morning before he started his day. Before he did his work, he gave God the first fruit of the day, which was the morning time. And he communicated with the father. And I believe that as we communicate with the father in the morning, there is such a grace. There is such a grace that is lavish on us. And now, am I saying we must pray in the morning? No, I'm not saying that. But what I will say is that we get to pray in the morning before we do anything else. It's a privilege to spend time and communicating with God so that we can get his heart for the day. We can get the the strength we need so that we're able to pour out to others. And so the last one is Luke five sixteen. Right after Jesus did the work of the Lord, what did he do? He went and he withdrew to the wilderness to pray. And so after we've done everything we do in the day, we always go back to the place and communicate with our father. This is so good. This is so, so good. And I also go back to Mark 135 and 38, 38 says, I'm I'm just going to read this really quick. I forgot to mention this 38 says, um, Jesus went throughout all Galilee preaching And casting out demons. And so it benefited him from spending time with God in the morning time. Because the scripture didn't say he went to parts of Galilee. It says he went throughout the whole Galilee preaching. And casting out demons. And so the demand on his life was great for the day. And so let our surplus of God's presence outweigh the demand that is at hand. Let me say that one more time. Let the surplus of his presence outweigh the demand that is at hand. And this will keep us from being burnt out. Because it's not by our own um, power nor our own might, but it is by his spirit that we're able to be the daughters, the mothers, the wife, whatever role we're playing. We're able to walk in it successfully. And not saying that everything is going to always be easy. No. But there's a grace and grace doesn't necessarily makes it easy. But guess what? Grace makes it easy doable. You can do it because now you're not doing it in your own natural strength, but now you're doing it in the supernatural strength of God. So the place of communication and friendship, come on, that is where the superpower lies. So daughters, I believe that the Lord wants to encourage us. He wants to draw some of us back into the place of his presence I believe that God is raising up a generation of daughters that will know his heart, that will walk in his statue, that will walk in such a way that it pleases him, that it brings glory to him, that it changed the lives of those who we encounter. And so before we wrap this devotion up, I want to say a quick prayer. Over those who are listening in. And again, this is our episode on prayer, prioritizing prayer, the core of prayer, friendship. It is friendship with God. And so, Father, we thank you now for your presence, we thank you for your spirit. Father, I thank you for every daughter. That is listening to this broadcast today. I pray that you will give them a spirit of prayer and supplication like never before in this new year. I pray that you will teach them how to prioritize their life according to your will and design that will allow them to produce fruit for your kingdom and a fruit that remain. Father, I pray that you give them time management skills, mind management skills, grace to be more organized so that the purposes will be fulfilled in the right timing and the right season. I thank you for releasing them from procrastination, releasing them from laziness, releasing them from prayerlessness, and i pray that you give them a new grace and a momentum to seek your heart like never before. Father, i pray that you will pull upon their heartstrings. I pray, Father, that you will ignite such a holy fire in their heart that they will have such a passionate pursuit for more of you like never before. Father, we realize the time and the day that we're living in. We know that prayer it strengthens who we are. It strengthens our faith. It causes us to stand through the testing of times, through the tribulations of this life, through the attacks that will come. We thank you now that we know communication with you is the life. So, Father, we thank you now for doing it in our hearts give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation of who you are open up the eyes of our understanding that we will know you in a different way that we will encounter you on such a level that it transforms us personally so that we can transform others we know that prayer changes us first so that we can in return change the world so father we yield to you today We yield to your will today and every other idol that we placed upon our hearts. We pull them down now in the name of Jesus and we declare and we come in agreement and alignment with you and declare that you are the king on our heart. You are the Lord of our life. So we thank you now for drawing us to you. We know that no man can come to you except he's first drawn by your spirit. So, Father, we thank you for drawing us like never before. And, Father, even the one that is listening that may not know you, I pray right now for their salvation. I pray that they will receive you in their heart. I pray that they will make you Lord of their heart. And even those who have forsaken your presence, I want you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come before you now in the name of Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I believe that you died on the cross for me. I believe that Jesus is the Lord of all. And I ask you to come into my heart and save me. And right now, I thank you for saving my soul. I thank you for restoring me back to the place of worship, restoring me back to my first love. So, Father, we thank you now and we declare it is so. It is in Jesus name we pray. Amen, amen and amen. Thank you guys for tuning in and we want to hear from you. So leave comments, message us on Facebook, Instagram. You can find us at Daughter Arise Global. We are here to inspire, encourage, impact. And so until next time, Daughter Arise. Hi daughters, how are you? Welcome to Devotions for Her. I am your host, Drenee Cobb. I'm so delighted to have you all on this day. And this is our second episode. So today's episode is Expect to Hear. And we will be discussing listening to God during prayer. And last week, we um, discussed prayer as a friendship and as it relates to prayer is communication. And so this week, we will be discussing Expect to Hear. And so guys, I'm so excited because I have one of my dearest friends that will be on with me, Denise. And so I want you to grab your pen and your pad. And so listen in to our conversation As we discuss, expect to hear, listening to God during prayer. Stay tuned.